0: As far as I'm concerned, they are absolutely the best lead generation firm in the business for economic developers. Call them at 514-488-3168 and see how Research FDI can help you create real prospects. Hello, this is Chad Chancellor, co-founder of Next Move Group. So this week I am standing in from Chuck Sexton. He normally hosts our shows these days. I'm going to do one of our popular shows, give you an update on my weight loss uh, via keto situation, and I'm also going to give you an update on my nephew. Many people have asked about my nephew. He got diagnosed with a rare cancer not long ago, so I'm going to give you an update on that. Believe it or not, back when I did our podcast show, uh, our most popular videos had to do with when I lost my weight. That was about two years ago now, uh, using a keto diet. That was our most downloaded videos, and so uh, uh, every six months or so, I try to give you an update on that. And so I'm going to do that today, and then I, and then I'm going to get into my nephew's situation. He was diagnosed with nut midline carcinoma cancer uh, in March, and uh, it's got a, a, a if you just Google it, it's got a terrible prognosis. But we do have a little good news that I'm going to share with you because many economic developers asked us about that. We raised about $60,000 for him and his family because he's going to be traveling so much. It uh, can't work. You know, the family can't work to go see him. I'm I'm one of our only family members who can just pick up my computer and go. But anyway, we'll get into that. But, but let's start with uh, my results of the keto diet. So if you'll remember, this is probably the third or fourth show we've done on this. Uh, I started back in uh, November of 2020. So now I'm two and a half years into this thing, almost three years, coming up on three years. And I weighed 269 at the time. Uh, right now, I'm around 228. So I've now successfully kept off 41 pounds basically over two and a half years. Uh, and I actually read that uh, uh, only a handful of people keep off 30 pounds for more than two years. And so I guess, I, uh, you know, I'm in a minority now. So, so somehow the diet has worked for me. I got down to as low as 215 and I'm back up to 228, so I have gained some weight back. I have done a regain, Uh, you know, and frankly, I do that typically at at Mardi Gras holidays, that type stuff, where I gain weight and get it back off of me. I've actually lost a little weight here lately to get it down. I want to get to 220, probably 219 just to say it and then stay there. So I want to get 10 more pounds off of me, and I'll I'll feel pretty good. But uh, as always, as I told you back then, the blood work is what I'm interested in. I just had my blood work done May the 30th. And I will give you my results because when I started this diet, many people said it's going to raise your cholesterol because the keto diet requires you to eat mostly fat and protein is what it requires you to eat. So you eat a whole lot of bacon, a whole lot of steak, sausage, eggs, so on and so forth. You eat very few carbohydrates, very little bread, very little fiber. I'm adding a little fiber now. I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but 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 the critics have said it'll raise some of your blood blood levels. Even if you lose weight, it'll raise some of your blood levels, particularly in cholesterol. So I continue to get it checked. I'm going to go over those numbers with you now. Uh, typical day for me. Just if you're wondering, you know what do I eat? I eat uh, three eggs every morning, two sausage patties, uh, uh, usually like the Bob Evans <laughs> sausage patties and three pieces of bacon. I mean that's my breakfast For lunch, I'll usually have a ribeye steak. What did I have? today I fried chicken tenders. There's a way to fry chicken tenders where there are no carbs. Today, I fried chicken tenders and ate an avocado and some asparagus, as a a matter of fact. What did I eat for dinner? I guess that was my only two meals today. See, you don't get that hungry when you're on the keto diet. But anyway, let me get into my blood numbers uh, because, again, and you can actually go back. What I might do is pull up past episodes as I'm talking to you just to compare. (laughs) You don't have to do it since I've been doing this for two years now. So when it comes to mainly the reason you do keto is blood sugar. You don't want to get diabetes. So when it comes to my hemoglobin A1C, which is your future diabetes predictor, you know, I'm a 4.8. Anything below 5.6 is considered normal. If you're 5.7, you're pre-diabetic. I think if you're 6.4 and above, you're actually diabetic. So I'm in great shape. I'm 4.8. I've got a, you know, I'm well, well below. You know, I'm 20% below where I'd have to be to even be pre-diabetes. So from a sugar standpoint, I've done very, very well. My fasting insulin, let me find it here, is 7.9. Anything below 8 is considered normal. Anything below 8 is considered normal. Fasting insulin. So notice I'm only 0.1 below that uh for this first time i ever had that tested actually i never had that tested before uh uh, that makes me think that back you know before i lost well let's see now i'm down 41 pounds i've kept off before before i kept off 41 pounds my insulin was probably 10 or 15 now that i see this number because i'm barely normal and i'm eating no carbohydrates so uh this 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 also convinces me to get 10 more pounds off of me so i'm going to be doing that coming up uh, but it is considered normal but only by 0.1 point so that kind of got my attention that i've got to uh, you know watch myself even at the mardi gras and uh, that type deal the cholesterol where people always say you know this is where you got to watch yourself my total cholesterol was 158 that's considered normal my triglycerides which people say is a risk of heart attack was 49 well below normal. Uh, let me pull up actually on triglyceride. I think if you're below 70, you're considered in pretty good shape. And my tri- uh, and I was at 49. So I'm in good shape from a triglyceride standpoint. My HDL cholesterol was 60, which is considered lower than average. My LDL cholesterol was considered 88, which was considered lower than average. So I was good in uh, LDL is your bad cholesterol. So my LDL cholesterol was 88, which is good. My HDL cholesterol was 60. My triglycerides were 49 over 60. The the doctor that I that I follow it says that you want to measure your triglycerides over your HDL cholesterol. And if you can keep that below one, you shouldn't have a heart attack. But that's kind of a goal. He said if you can keep your triglycerides divided by your HDL cholesterol number below one, uh, you, you're in pretty good shape cardiac-wise. So I'm 0.81. I'm below what? I'm 0.81, so I'm in good shape. Now, I am 41 now. If you've you know, heard my story, I've basically been overweight all my life. Uh, there have been times I've been obese. There have been times I've been overweight. Oh, and the the, the the most obese I ever was is when I started this keto diet in November of 2020. And I was, I was probably considered obese class two. I mean, I was about to become diabetic. I guarantee you I was because I remember thinking back, I could hardly walk upstairs back then if you go back and listen to that episode uh, it was in las vegas that i determined i had to do something just walking up a flight of stairs would make me sweat in november when it wasn't even hot i was getting fluid build up around my ankles i knew i had to do something and i discovered this keto diet but what the critics say is that your cholesterol will go up y'all i look i'm not a doctor don't take advice from me but i'm just honest to goodness telling you my cholesterol has not gone up it's actually improved My total cholesterol, 158 normal. My triglycerides, 49 below normal, which is like unbelievable. HDL, cholesterol, LDL are pretty much perfect. So I'm in great shape there. My thyroid panel all turned out to be in great shape. Uh, Now, every number was not perfect. So I will tell you uh, the the, the worst number I had, and this makes perfect sense, my uric acid, which gives you gout, was a 9.3. And honestly, anything over like five or six, hold on, let me pull up uh, normal levels here. Uric acids, uh, you know, you're supposed to be five or less. And I was 9.3, double. My uric acid is double. Uh, So based on my deduction of the keto diet, which is eating high fat meat, bacon, the ribeye steak, the part of the steak with the fat, the chicken with the skin on it, so on and so forth. The high fat meats based on what I've just, I'm not a doctor. Again, consult the doctor, don't run out and do what I have done. But based on what I can study uh, in my own self, it does not harm your cholesterol. In myself, that's all I can say. But it certainly makes your uric acid go high, which can lead to gout. And if you read up on it, that makes sense because keto is is a little, almost makes your body acidic in a way. And so my uric acid is twice too high. This makes sense because I had a gout flare up in April. In April, my big right toe had a gout flare-up. So I've now had three gout flare-ups since I started keto. I never had gout before. Uh, and so my first one was probably two months into keto. My second one was the first summer I was into keto, so say seven months in. And that's says weight was rapidly coming off of me. And then I didn't have another one until this year. So I went I went basically two years without a flare-up, but I had one this year. Went to the doctor. They gave me some medicine and it immediately knocked it out, but my, my levels are still double too high. So what I'm going to do is start taking some supplements to lower that. I will have my blood work tested again in a couple of months, and I'm going to take some supplements to lower that. I am adding in some vegetables with fiber because that should help. So where I've been eating very little vegetables or fruit, I'm now adding in vegetable with fiber, particularly asparagus, uh, uh avocados a couple avocados a day broccoli those three things i'm going to be eating now i'm, I'm going to try to eat a couple avocados literally every day which are higher carbohydrate than anything i've been eating for the gout situation also i'm taking vitamin uh, uh c supplements and something called turmeric capsule supplements uh, supposedly they help lower your uric acid as well as omega-3 fish oil fatty acids so i'm taking those supplements because I don't eat enough greens and all to get it any other way. So that's what I'm going to try to do to get my uric acid lower so I don't have to go on prescription medication. So I will keep you updated on that. I want to thank Insightful for sponsoring today's podcast. They have developed digital tools that work as hard as you do for your community. These tools they've got to work for you in the middle of the night while you're asleep or while you're off on vacation or at a conference. They've got data-rich modules. They'll plug into your website, do all kinds of stuff for you, tell you who's looking at it. They develop websites. They do digital outreach, all designed to make visitors take notice of you all while you're out doing other things. From their core four modules, three pillars, digital marketing strategies, and comprehensive websites to research analysis, videography, and collateral design, they work tirelessly to be your own call economic development marketing department. Call them at 256-768-5002. Or go to www.insightful.com. Now that's spelled with a Y. www.insightful.com. Two five six seven six eight five zero zero two. Or email them at info at insightful.com. 2-5-6-7-6-8-5-0-0-2. Get up with them today. See how they can help you. As I said from day one, I'm going to be very transparent about my numbers. The numbers that are good, I will share with you, and, and numbers that are bad, I will also share that with you. So, certainly, my uric acid numbers got to come down. This is the only side effect, so far as I know, that I've had from keto has been, I've gotten gout three times in three years. So that's, that average is a flare up a year, which the doctors don't really panic over starting until you start getting two or three a year, which I desperately want to avoid because it's very painful. And every time I've had it, well, two of the three times I had it, it didn't just go away in a day or two. It stuck around for a week or two and you can hardly walk. You can hardly sleep because you can't even put a sheet on it. It hurts so bad. So uh, for those of you, if you're doing keto, If you have my experience, you're going to lose weight. Your blood sugar is going to get perfect or lower. I don't know where you are now. And your cholesterol is going to be fine. But you very well may have uh, uric acid go up. So I will keep you all updated on that. But I am taking some supplements. I'm eating some avocados, some asparagus, some broccoli, vitamin C supplements in order to try to get a hold of that. So uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to try to lose some weight, too. I think if I can get 10 pounds off of me. That's kind of my goal here before, say, you know, Thanksgiving when you gain weight again. That's kind of what my goal is. So those are my numbers, and I will keep you updated periodically. I may pop in with Chuck on his show once in a while and and keep you updated on what's going on. But but that's where I am two and a half years in. So I'm certainly going to continue this lifestyle because it's the only thing I've ever done that's allowed me to control my weight. and And I generally like the way I eat. Uh, you have to avoid carbohydrates, uh, bread, sugars uh, with this diet. That's basically what you have to do. I try to keep my carbohydrates every day under 20, except now if something has a whole lot of fiber like an avocado, I'm going to eat it even if it's more than 20 because I feel like I need the fiber to get rid of the uric acid. So we'll see how that works as far as my weight is concerned. But if you would have told me at 269, feeling bad, with my, with my ankle swelling and I couldn't walk upstairs, if you'd have told me that, Chad, we have a diet where you can eat bacon, eggs, and steak, <laughs> pretty much all you want, hamburger meat, turkey, whatever, all you want, and you're going to lose 41 pounds, your sugar's going to be perfect, your cholesterol's going to be perfect. However, you're going to have gout once a year. I would have signed up for that. I would have said, okay, I'll take that. Now, now that I'm in it, I want to get rid of the gout. So that will be my plan for that. Uh, as to my nephew, I want to give you an update on him because many of you have asked. he got, uh, have a 22-year-old nephew who got diagnosed with a very rare cancer in March, uh, something called nut midline carcinoma. Only about 200 uh, people a year worldwide get this cancer, and it has a six-month diagnosis. We, uh, he was out running one day. He's in great shape, uh, you know, not like me. <laughs> you know, he, didn't, he didn't have to do the keto diet to lose weight. He's a skinny little fella, and he was out running one day, started coughing up blood, go to the doctor. Next thing you know, they're like, we don't know what this is. This looks odd. Took some tests. Next thing you know, they tell us it's this rare, rare cancer. We got him into a clinical trial at MD Anderson in Houston. Everybody that I've dealt with says, Chad, they know what they're doing. So we got him in a clinical trial. Literally, the day we found out it was nut midline carcinoma, we got him in this trial, and we went out there the very next day. We got out there on a Friday. and on, We got out there Thursday night, but Friday morning we had a, a meeting with the doctor. Doctor walks in. This is the honest truth, and he tells my nephew, now I went in there, they'll only let two people in, but I was with the family. But my, my brother, who's his father, and his mother went in there with him. They, they only let two people in because of COVID. And, and they tell him, they said, um, you got six months to live. 50-50 chance you'll make it six months. And then, we st- and then we stayed in Houston all weekend because they had him an appointment with the trial doctor for the next Tuesday. But that Friday we met with the lung cancer doctor, and he told us six months, you talk about a miserable weekend. I mean, all weekend we laid around, you know, thinking he's dead, honestly. It was just a miserable, miserable. It's, it's one of the strangest feelings I ever had in a bad way. But anyway, that Tuesday we meet with the doctor, she says, I have a trial and I have uh, two people ahead of you in it. Cause remember there's only 200 of these a year and one of them is showing good progress, but no promises, but I want to get you in this trial. So he got in the trial and, um, here we are two months later, he got scanned towards the end of May and his tumor has shrunk around 30%. He has tumors in his lungs, lymph node, liver, and on a bone going to his brain, all those areas. Uh, so they didn't all shrink 30% because they're in various places. I believe the one, and I'm going off memory. I should have wrote this down, but he he told me the lung tumor shrunk 30 to 50%, something like that. The liver tumor shrunk about 30%. Uh, the lymph node shrunk about 50%. And the, the one in his bone going, his brain was unchanged. It did not grow, but it also did not shrink. Doctors said that is not unexpected. Because uh, getting it out of the bones—the last place to come out—but but not you know—but that was not unexpected. The reason we have such great hope uh, again after after receiving just awful news in March uh, is all three people going through this trial at MD Anderson are showing progress. All three of their tumors are shrinking. Now I don't know much about cancer. I guess you never know when the body's going to start rejecting this chemo medication or whatever. But all three, it's working on, which makes us think maybe this doctor and her and her trial has figured something out. That's what our hope is. So we actually have hope now from what was a pretty much hopeless situation. I mean, it, it honestly was almost a hopeless situation. Those were the five longest days of my life between Friday when the doctor said you got six months, getting a hotel, staying in Houston all weekend till Tuesday when we got in the trial because we we didn't think there was any hope whatsoever. So we do have a little hope now. We raised. We did a GoFundMe for him, and raised fifty to sixty thousand dollars. Uh, a lot of economic developers gave. So thank you for your generosity. Um, he was working at an airport. He he got a degree in airport management. He was he got his first job out of college. Was working at an airport when all this happened. So of course he had to quit his job. He's actually going to work a day or two this week because he is home. Uh, he's between treatments now. And they sent him home so his body could rest. So he's actually going to go in and work a day or two because he loved his job. And, uh, but anyway, he's had to basically, you know, not work. Uh, uh, he's had to get an apartment in Houston. He's been hospitalized some of the time, other time in a long term apartment. His mom and dad have both had to, you know, spend time out there. Uh, uh, you know, they both have jobs that require his uh, dad's a nurse practitioner, his mom's a teacher. Uh, so it's been a financial burden, you know, on everybody. And uh, so we're just overwhelmed with how much money we raised. We, we thought we'd raise 20 or 30,000, which would get us through six months worth of travel and all that kind of stuff ended up raising 50 to 60. So people's generosity has been unbelievable. My brother has been overwhelmed seeing how much, you know, people have given lane. My nephew says that in the event that, you know, he were to pass. And if we still have money left over that, we will give all this money to uh, the foundation for nut cancer research, because it is, Uh, so deadly and such a new cancer. They just added a new patient this week. Also, one of the patients going through the trial with Lane is uh, from New Orleans. And, of course, you all know how much New Orleans means to me. So, uh, you know, now there's four in this particular trial. And so the the other one just got there. Not sure, uh, you know, uh, hope he or she gets the same type of news that the first three are getting. But I will keep you updated on that. Again, many economic developers have asked. And I thank you very much. Uh, it's actually through economic development that I met uh, folks at MD Anderson. Uh, I guess two years ago, one of my best friend's wife had breast cancer and I call economic developers I knew around the Houston area and several helped get her in. So now, you know, we had to use that again to get my nephew in, work for her. And I hope that it's working for him. He will get sta- scanned again, I believe in six weeks. So again, not much economic development this episode, but uh, we, we found from past episodes that these were sometimes the most listened to. So uh, Chuck will be back on here in a week or two to, to, to uh, take back over. Uh, But I appreciate all of your thoughts and prayers for my nephew. And, uh, and I do have a handful of you that are always asking me how the keto diet is going. Am I still sticking with it? And yes, I, I would say in the last two and a half years, 95% 95% of the days I have eaten the keto way. There's certainly have been 5% where I've, I've gotten off the track, uh, you know, parties, Mardi Gras, uh, birthdays, whatever. But 95% of the time I've done it. And it seems, and at least me, my only bad side effect is the uric acid, which causes the gout. That doesn't mean it will be you. Take your own advice, you know, get seek a doctor. I'm not a doctor, but at least in me, That seems to be the only real problem I have out of it. So I am going to take these supplements and see what happens. Thank you so much.